Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Michael Daily Reflections, episode 81, The Tesla Case Study. Today is November 20th, 2021. And this episode is an attempt to talk about all the things that I have been learning since I have started deep dive researching into Tesla. And uh, yeah, so I just want to give some of my reflections because I've been uh, talking about, um, I guess re- I've been re- realizing how much I have learned uh, with this uh, Tesla journey. I learned so much, uh, a variety of topic, different aspect in life. And it has been a great return on investment of my time and my effort. It's generate a lot of excitement into my life, as well as many more um, meaningful relationships. I think will I will have in the future meaningful experiences. Um, but anyway, so I get to know more about the excitement and disappointment of reality in a sense to learn from disrupted innovations first principle thinking and business strategy to the media lies government corruptions and you know investment uh, firm um, you know market manipulations learn about all these uh, technical um, like technology yeah and uh, all these um, technical analysis or human nature, right? It's a good opportunity to reflect on uh, as well, like community building, all these things. Um, I think it's kind of hard to combine everything and say it precisely. But I guess, yeah, it's an attempt. So I'm just going to share some of the things that come to my mind. And... Uh, so the first thing, let's start with the positive, the excitement of uh, uh, the reality, right? the state of the world right now. So studying Tesla, I get to know about the business strategy. There's this concept of uh, like first principle thinking, and when you start a business, um, to basically start as the higher tier level first. Like the way Tesla start, they enter a niche. Uh, they start with the Tesla Roaster. And I think that the name for it called is the, the beach has, Beachhead uh, Strategy. So they land into uh, a niche. Then they start develop, sell that for Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I know enough to kind of express that yet. This beach has strategy. Dave Lee on investing has an episode about this. Um, start with the higher, more expensive products and then use that money to fund uh, more affordable one and slowly expand from there 
So, so that has been the master plan of Elon Musk and um, the roadmap of Tesla. And then the, the pace of innovations. Well, uh, I guess let's start with uh, like a video that I discovered today um, from this guy, uh, Joe Justice, as actual Tesla. He's a former Tesla employee and seemed to be an incredible um, smart guy, very competent, uh, has been working with different companies like Apple, top tier working with Bill Gates, uh, uh, Zeb Bezos. And he has an interview to talk about the, the, the strategy of extreme uh, like innovations, like extreme manufacturing speed. And uh, he described the process of Tesla and how Tesla have incorporate machine learning into the management system to basically create uh, fast feedback loops for employees with a combination of different apps uh, to see the impact of their uh, work toward the like the, the the overall picture of the company, and then from there they can um, innovate at like extreme speed. Yeah, I think the time was like to make changes to the car. The process like three hours something of uh, the the pro- the projects. So all different teams working on, on a project and usually at three hours or even faster. Why that process take the other companies years? It's amazing how Tesla has innovated uh, the whole management system. And the video, oh, I forgot to share it on the show note again. But yeah, I'm going to link it down below later. It's a sneak peek into the Tesla pilot line system and how they uh, can create. Yeah, like the feedback loops. So it's pretty interesting. He um he gonna explain it, and there's more interviews from his channel. So if you're interested, definitely check it out. But uh, just some very cool stuff uh, regarding the the technical aspect, um, all these uh, details of innovations and yeah, I've learned so much about Tesla presentation as well. Uh, how battery day or AI day. You know, some of the things, some of the terms that I'm not even aware of before. Like engineering stuff. Well, I still don't know much, but at least I know about it and kind of have an understanding of what is going on behind the scene and how fast they are innovating and how exciting it is that Elon Musk and the Tesla team is bringing hardware innovation back on the table. And that's the key point that a lot of people don't see and super underappreciated. Because if we look back in a couple of years, um, I guess, yeah, 20 years, something, most of the innovation has happened on the software side. You know, like car has stayed the same, the way they manufacture and plane and ships, like all these hardware products. And Tesla is the first company able to like change that as a... Uh, accelerated pace basically they gather talents put into one place and then really make a difference in variety uh, of um, 
areas, you know, in uh, in the technology aspect, right? Specifically with this, uh, recently with the carbon wrap molder, that is the they call alien technology, right? And um, the AI bot coming up. That is another exciting stuff. Yeah, they are gathering talent to make it happen. It's, it's just a new market, into a new market. And this is why I'm so bullish on Tesla because it's not just a regular company. It's completely new level like of, of a company, innovating. But uh, anyway, uh, getting into the hype too much. Okay, let's move on into... Uh, other things um, well let's see another aspect I want to go back to the beachhead tactic of uh, starting at a niche and I think that is one of the principles in life as well you should start something uh, at a niche and you, so you can develop long term um, you shouldn't really try to approach a broad market in life yeah it's just start working uh work so habit something i think focusing on small things only works out and started to branch out instead of just an example would be uh, working out five minutes per day and stay consistent with it instead of trying to go to the gym uh, and uh, kind of give up midway right so lower barrier of entry by uh, starting with a niche and then start to develop. Like with this show, I think, uh, that I started, Michael Daily Reflection, it's very low barrier of entry for me. You know, just things that I reflected and things that I have been writing, thinking about in my journal. So I just decided to bring it to an audio format. And uh, from there, I just elaborate more and I can have so much more topic to talk about. Like unlimited potential <laughs> and it's so meaningful that I will be able to save this capture the moments and then my kids my future family members can look back to you know maybe in in a hundred or two hundred years look back to their grand great grandfather um, how the world is back then right pretty amazing stuff and uh, f f first principle thinking as well from Elon Musk, something that I agree very much and I try to think about it um, when I approach any problems. So certainly helped in my uh, personal philosophy. And um, I think I another point is that when I study deep into Tesla, I'm able to make a lot of connections to different aspects of life, like connect the dots because going deep into something, I start to have more perspective, uh, more like different factor uh, uh, in the game, right? It's a game theory thing. Going deeper layer to see the complexity complexity of things and also yeah I talked in the past episode about leverage 
you know, how the communities can um, really help each other out. And talk about Twitter that I've learned so much about on uh, YouTube videos of the YouTubers that are doing Tesla analysis and sharing their knowledge uh, of research on, on Tesla. So that is another... I think it's really developed in me a tactic to do research and study and to uh, gather information from different sources. Like I do go on Reddit and I visit it different subreddits, the one that anti-Tesla as well, which is real Tesla. Uh, it's pretty interesting to learn about how these folks come up with uh, arguments that is loaded with fallacies, you know, emotions, negative emotions, bias, just so many stuff. And it's a great opportunity to learn about human nature and I can connect the dots from the book, The Law of Human Nature, that I read. So interesting, uh, all these stuff. And uh, yeah, learn about incentive, right? Like there's so many things that influence the market. Um, investing is just such a interesting aspect of life. Um, not just financial, but also in the daily life. Like Every single decision you make is an, an investment into the future. Yeah, it's a very uh, variety of aspect. And I guess to get a little bit into the bad side now, um, since I'm, well, I realized about the media lies, media corruptions, also re related to incentive as well. Uh, there is a funny phenomenon that's when you really know in depth about a topic, then and then you read about that topic in the sh the traditional media's uh, TV news, and you see all these lies that they created and they s carefully selected to present out about the company like Tesla, and it really makes me wonder what else are they doing the same thing for the different aspect of life that I don't know much about. So that is an eye-opener about media, lies, and corruptions. And um, yeah, there's friends, family, um, people that I know that they don't do enough research about Tesla and, or, and Elon Musk, right? And they have really a distorted view uh, of the company and uh, Tesla uh, and then Elon Musk in general. Yeah. And they miss out on a great opportunity of, of investment. So... Sad thing about it. Media corruptions. Also, government corruptions. Um, so I'm from Vietnam, and um, I had an idea of, you know, communism is bad because of Vietnam is a communism or socialist something uh, country. So the system there, there's a lot of corruptions, and it's pretty bad. So I thought that, you know, in a democracy countries like the United States or there will be less corruption, right? But now nah. it's human nature and it really exists everywhere. It depends on how obvious it is or how like how of control it is.
But uh, yeah, just recently with this Biden thing about avoiding mentioning Tesla and his speech, uh, that uh, yeah, just sad to mention. I just I don't really want to talk about it as much, but uh, just such a shame. So media corruption, government corruption, incentive, market um, manipulations, short stocks. Um, also, like the, the the private markets. Yeah, all those things is also, I guess, yeah, it's not necessarily related to Tesla. I learned along the way, but still is somewhat um connected yeah well i kind of have the all this idea but i don't know what else to say now let's see oh we have mark at the listener hey mark do you want to call in to uh, share some of your perspective Hello. Yeah, I took you in. You gotta unmute it. Yeah, yeah unmute. But anyway, uh, why waiting for Mark to figure it out? Let's say there is there any other things I'd like to, to say. Well, I believe I figured it out. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Um, brand new to this platform. Uh, I believe you're the first person I'm following on this, and I'm interested in your uh, your little intellectual explorations. I appreciate the fact that you're just putting your ideas out there, and I support you, and I support this platform. I don't know a lot about Tesla. Like a lot of people, I admire the vehicle greatly. Um, and Elon Musk's proven himself to be uh, quite dynamic in his approach to really all things, but especially the engineering and marketing uh, parts of his uh, various enterprises. Um, I, I appreciate the beachhead concept. Uh, as a young man, I worked in the early, I worked at a Honda dealership when Honda was first coming to the United States, and I worked in a detail shop. And Honda had exactly the reverse. They started with the most affordable, most simple vehicle, and that obviously worked for them. And I appreciate the fact that Tesla has taken an, an opposite or, or an alternate um, approach on this. And I think he's captured. I think this idea has helped move him into far more name and brand recognition faster than Honda did. It took Honda a decade, basically, to build a broad following. And I think Tesla basically had, uh, by their beachhead strategy, has created millions of, of interested people who were simply waiting for the product to come down to their price point. Yeah, that's an interesting uh, take. Uh, but yeah, first of all, thank you, Mark. Uh, thank you for your kind sure. words. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, My pleasure. And uh, yeah, for sure, Tesla, like the Honda thing, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting experience to have. Uh, I currently have a Honda Civic as well as my car. Yeah, mm -hmm. because it's cheap and reliable. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, they, they're a great product. I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm 61 today and in uh, the early 70s, mid 70s, about 75, my very first job was working at a, again, at a detail shop within a Honda dealership. And so we took delivery of the new ones. And these were the little Honda CVCCs and Civics. And those were uh, terrifyingly small to the average American who was coming out of a V8 mentality and a 5,000 pound sedan mentality. And um, it, it was different, but the undeniable part was that the vehicles were well-built. They were economical. They were surprisingly fun uh, and, and quick uh, to drive. Um, and it was funny because Honda in time ended up uh, sort of meeting customers halfway by building out bigger vehicles, longer wheelbases, heavier cars with larger motors. So they, in some ways, didn't really completely win over the American public. They ended up on a compromise. But again, it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, a very successful strategy. And Elon, I, I wouldn't call him impatient, but he's decided not to wait, <laughs> you know, 20 years to, to, to end up having, you know, millions of households. And as recently as five or six years ago, I also drove a Civic. And part of that is nostalgic. Another part of it was simple economy. Um, but uh, they're a great car. They've never, you know, what they are is, you know, they're still fantastic for what they are. And, uh, you know, you're hard pressed to find a better product overall, better build quality and better reliability than, than any any Honda that's you'll spot on the road. I didn't mean to turn this into a Honda commercial, but, but I, but I, just to your point that you, you have a civic and and yes, they're, they're, I mean, again, they're great cars always have been. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Honda civic is my first car and I'm currently having Mm -hmm. like the one 2015 that have this uh, side Mm -hmm. camera. And it's, Mm. yeah, I love that. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. the other like to Toyota, they don't have that feature. And this feature is such a, um, I guess, safe. So I can, uh, I don't have to show the check on the right side. I can just look down to the camera to check. Yeah, that is, yeah. that's why I, I like a Honda Civic a lot more and why I decided to go with it as my yeah. first car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's as a mature, uh, a mature maker in a mature industry, um, it, it is nice to see some of the it's, uh, you know established brands really continuing to to branch out and offer um, new technology and, and new features, not for their own sake, but because they truly do make a difference. And that that side camera and some of the interactive uh, windshields now, um, the heads up displays and what have you, are really making a, a nice difference. They're you know. Uh, this is a one of the first years in many where traffic deaths are are back on the rise, but for years the roads kept getting safer and safer and safer, and it was in many respects due to you know what's still considered pretty modern, you know a, a modern revolution in uh, in in manufacturing, but mainly in 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 features technology, the the evolution of the features on the vehicle. Yes. Yeah. And I just talk about cars and all these innovations. I don't know how knowledgeable are you about uh, with Tesla, but uh, mm-hmm. with Tesla is not simply just an EV, um, is is a computer on wheels. And that is some yes. of the points that yeah. not a lot of people uh, recognize uh, currently. And uh, 
Yeah, with all these sentry mode where you basically can view from your phone to see your cars and how it's doing and it can record, uh, you, you know, in case your car has damage uh, or get hit, right? It's pretty cool. Right, right. Yeah, it, it you know, as uh, I, I'm... Um, uh, my occupation uh, is such that I run into clients all the time who um, either provide me or at least refer to the cameras uh, that are mounted front and back uh, when collisions occur. And um, I find that just fascinating that there's basically continuous. This is essentially what you've got is a convenience store on wheels <laughs> because cameras are constantly rolling and there's basically nothing that happens around the vehicle that does not go recorded. And um, that's, you know, that's a, uh, depending on your perspective, that's either a fantastic safety feature or that puts, you're basically, uh, you've got ring technology, like uh, people put on their homes, you've got the, that on your vehicle 24-7. So uh, it is, yeah, that's that's wonderful. And I, I, I do not own a Tesla myself, although I have many clients that do. And uh, there's, I can't think of one ever that's, that's, Got, that's left the brand once they've owned a Tesla. That's a, it's a different experience um, start to finish. So um, yeah, it's, it's a, yes. and, and, uh, and I suppose I, you know, in some ways the, the, the financial investment, um, the cost of those uh, would tend to uh, drive some brand loyalty by itself because uh, let's face it, there's a, some Teslas, you could get two very fine vehicles for the price of that one. So, uh, in some ways, it becomes a, a self-fulfilling prophecy or or you're looking to be satisfied because of the amount you've spent on it and because of the anticipation of the purchase because most Teslas make people wait. Yes, yes. I uh, actually have a Cybertruck on order and it is one of the most, mm -hmm. wow. um, I think, exciting purchase that I will have in my life. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be yeah. a lot. close escrow on those rather than purchase them. Yes, Um and then to the point of like uh, the yeah exciting purchase, and I think what made Tesla different uh, and uh, make the customers loyal, basically the product sell itself, is uh, the topic of yesterday episode I did. Um, is that Tesla is really fun to to drive, and it's a different, completely uh, experience uh, of driving a car, um, and. Uh, it's just so much more than just a car. It's, it's like a, a mobile mm -hmm. theater. That way I say you can, you can watch Netflix in the car. Sure. And, yeah. I, I and, mean, uh, the interesting yeah. thing is, is that it just like an iPhone um, or any of the Apple products, once you own the hardware, the thing you start looking forward to is the software rollouts because that continues to expand the, the experience and, and enhance, you know, the, your enjoyment and um, safety and, uh, and economy. So, um, mm -hmm. that, that's one thing that really is different about them is, is that, uh, essentially, uh, software updates can, can, uh, really transform, uh, your experience over time and, um, without a lot of the other mechanical issues, you know, absent all the mechanical issues that are present with a combustion, you know, internal combustion engine, uh, Tesla has completely changed over time the car ownership experience. Uh, you have a case where these are actually, 
getting better and more interesting, not from a nostalgia perspective, but simple functionality. They're improving over time, not deteriorate. Exactly. Yeah, funny you mentioned about the Apple products. And uh, I actually, when I have my son on a Civic, I have a question to myself like, hey, what if the tail light broke and you don't really have anyone else to like, tell you? Then how are you supposed to know if the, the, the brake light in the back broke? If you just. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, this yeah. is Tesla, just a, it's like a computer on wheels. And then mm-hmm. all these. Uh, uh, device all these small little uh, thing is connected and can be reported right and you know, can be updated over time so it's pretty cool yeah 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 very cool so you you are pretty knowledgeable about a tesla car well uh, again uh, second hand i don't i don't uh, have that i'm a i'm a an insurance agent i i insure cars and other things for a living. And so I have a, a large customer base and I am in contact with, you know, customers. Uh, some are, you know, new, new to me and some have been, you know, 25 and 30 year customers. And I've seen them make the jump from, you know, a typical nice European luxury vehicle uh, or maybe, you know, something like a real nice Acura or Lexus. And they've moved from there um, to, to uh, a, a Tesla and um, it's really interesting to watch that. I've I've witnessed this kind of generational. They left the American cars in the '90s, and they got into you know some of the the luxury vehicles that are either uh, Japanese or German in nature. Uh, the some of the big manufacturers they've left them. You know they've enjoyed those. Some some are of course stay, but when they move to Tesla, the reaction is their their feedback on them. Uh, even, you know, even though again, insurance is the topic in truth for many people that buy these cars, just like I'm already detecting with you, a lot of people are just, they love cars. They they are car lovers and the excitement that the Tesla generates and the amount of uh, interest and sort of the, um, the way the consumers get themselves consumed by the product pretty soon, they're brand advocates they're researching it, they're looking up things and they're eagerly anticipating, you know, the upcoming changes. And it, you know, they, they, the interesting thing is as the platforms change, there's interest in getting additional Teslas, but these are vehicles that they own and they, for the most part, really want to keep a long time. Um, and, and for a lot of the other previously, there was a lot of, um, uh, a, a habit of giving a vehicle, you know, riding it out to a hundred thousand miles. And no matter how long that took, the car was at that point, they were done with it. And uh, Tesla's got an entirely different kind of ownership experience. And the trajectory of the ownership I noticed is just markedly different too. So anyway. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's is a very insightful perspective you have there uh, into the Tesla um, car. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, I, um, I, it's great talking with you. I look forward to following you in future posts. I do have to go. So I wish you well uh, on uh, what remains of this broadcast, and I'll, I'll talk to you down the line. Yes. T- t- thank you, Mark. Thank you for tuning in. I'm excited uh, that right. we have a new uh, c- c- character in the show. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, you got <laughs> it. All right. Thank you. You take care. Uh, yes, have a good night. Take care. Well, uh, that is an interesting conversation, and uh, I'm going to adjust the title for today. 
a conversation with Marks, with Mark. But uh, we have Matthew as well listening. So thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, let's see if I have any any other ideas to wrap it up. The Tesla case studies. There's a lot more to to tell and a lot more to talk about in the future for sure. And this is probably going to be written into multiple books, you know, analyze different perspective. As Marx has mentioned earlier about how Elon Musk used uh, different advertising strategy and uh, he doesn't really rely on the traditional media media advertisements. He focused on building a, a products so good that customers cannot shut up, shut up about it. Or investor like myself, <laughs> even though I ha- I have not tried Tesla yet, um, and I will try to have in the future um, when I'm, the chance is right. Um, but the, that's the funny things. It's just so so many good things, and it create a need for people to have. That products and uh, yeah, yeah Tesla case study a lot of things to learn about business life uh, first principle thinking nature of reality yeah I think I'm gonna end this episode soon probably gonna try to uh, do something uh, relatable in the future. Can I continue with this uh, thought process? But thank you for tuning in and thank you for your time if you're listening to this point. Hope that you're doing well and see you in another episode, another stream of consciousness. <laughs>